listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Remember when you said you would die for me? Shit, all of that was just lies to me. Motherfucker should have never said bye to me. Now you cry for me like Joe to see. It's like that, y'all. When they get hit another bitch from the back, y'all. Black, nasty, and mad fat, y'all. Should have seen the hoe. Nigga, pack your shit. You out the dough. Oh, what about the fight in, my, in the mirage? I seen your bins parked outside my sister's garage. Said it was your friend Raj. Bullshit. I ain't gonna keep putting up with the bullshit. It's still lie. Never sweat these bitches who be hanging like plaques on the wall in your pictures. Scaling fishes. My love is concrete. Stashing your heat in the passenger seat of the Nautica Jeep. We've been down for so long. Still a bitch like me trying to hold on. Teary-eyed. Damn a bitch steaming. Girl steady screaming. Kim, you need to leave him. Hey, welcome to the black, the black like out to this podcast your host rod and Aaron, and we're live on a monday mm-hmm. that's correct it is monday <laughs> uh ready to do some podcasting of course uh got all kinds of stuff to get into today um the day before everybody getting out and going to vote hopefully um if you ain't already early voted yeah if you haven't already early voted hopefully oh, tomorrow which, yeah which i thought every state did this but apparently some of them some states are like fuck that only election day and it's not a national holiday and all jobs don't pay for you to go so well, you knew all that stuff you might not knew everybody couldn't vote on the same day but no i know i didn't know yeah i knew that stuff <laughs> okay. but my biggest thing is like you don't do early voting so you know it's like you got to vote the day of the election and that's it <laughs> mm-hmm. so the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and oh i forgot to open this up but uh today's podcast is sponsored let me see if i can open it up um it is sponsored by our sexy sexy sponsor adam and eve computer love yes adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they are backing up that promise check this out go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt all you gotta do is go to check out and put that in that's a good deal but they got more guys that's not it they now have back in supply for a limited time only because it's backed by popular demand the big o kit that's right the big O kit has an exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator and in addition to that you get your entire order sent to you for the low low free 99 absolutely free so all you gotta do take advantage of this go pick out a new uh, adult toy uh naughty movie some lingerie some uh condoms like whatever it is you're into you go pick that thing out put the code in tbgwt half off free shipping plus the big o kit all you got to do is put in tbgwt at adamandeve.com during the checkout come on yes and uh uh not to get off topic but it's amazing this song came out 
years before it was relevant because when this song came out everybody had personal computers and iphones and ipads and snapchat and all this shit we got now so it was ahead of his time yeah it still goes yeah the thing is though um they didn't really know anything about computers at the time nope this was dial-up computer love come on this was aol chat room computer love who knows what it would be like you know since we have phones in our pockets now you know that are basically computers like they probably be able to really remix this what yes all right it is time to get into some podcasts and all kinds of news and stuff happened um although i did have some random thoughts i want to talk about before we get into the news if that's okay with everyone that is i just uh, uh i just want to talk about double dare that's it for me okay all right um well you can start with double dare go ahead i went to double dare y'all double dare live uh i got to see mark summers uh live here in charlotte and i had a ball i have always loved double dare ever since i was a kid i didn't realize that it started in 1986 i was like seven when double dare first aired and i remember being a little kid and always wanting to be on like be on the show because i just thought it was the neatest shit ever watching all the physical challenges and all that stuff is this like a tour or something they're doing yes it's a tour so mm-hmm. people can still get tickets in their local areas maybe yeah uh, uh go to uh i think double com and it tells like the list of uh cities that they're going in there they they went to fedville north carolina they went to columbus ohio charlotte um they're gonna be in new jersey new york so they're gonna be around so you can kind of uh uh go online to see you know where they where they are i forgot uh probably probably through facebook you know how a lot of times it kind of follows you know things you like and stuff like that it popped up and i said oh let me see what this is i was like oh they're coming to town so i had uh talked to your uh, mama about it she said yes get tickets so i got tickets for me her and layla and your mama had your mama um i don't think she ever really got into the show uh but uh so this was her first time seeing it live but me and layla are fans of the show layla's younger than me so layla got layla's a fan of the the newer version of the show and so but i'm talking about like the old school version of the show and i've always wanted to go so for me i was like yes i will be getting tickets and yes i will be getting as close as i can get one thing about being an adult and saving up money you can be like i can do the shit because i can do it do it so i went and i had a ball and it was so much the crowd was so crunk like a lot of adults grew up on it so i didn't feel so alone so how much of the crowd was kids how much was adults it was probably a good 60 percent children you know because a lot of mm. people bought children there was like two and three children four five six children and are y'all watching double dare or is it a thing where they're picking people out of the audience to participate as well a little bit they're picking people out of the audience and we got to actually watch somebody at the audience do the show so you could have been picked yes oh, okay, yes cool, yes cool. and um it was at the ovens uh auditorium and at the beginning uh, cause we got there early. So we got to, we got to sit around and stuff. And it was, I got me a t-shirt. I got Layla a t-shirt. Uh, and it was really, really, uh, neat. Uh, cause before, um, Mark Summers came out, 
they did like this thing where they would do like the history of double dare and they told you when it first started and you know they asked questions like what was the first uh, physical challenge and i didn't know when it first started that now it's a red team and a blue team but when it first started it was a red team and a red team and people was like i can't tell the difference between the two teams mm-hmm. so that's how they got a red team and a blue team now which is something i didn't know and uh so they went through like the history of it and had like these questions and stuff and it was funny because you could hear people like screaming up at the screen because like they had the stage and then they had like a screen above the stage that would actually have the questions and people were hollering out answers and when they you know uh people cheer when they got it right and was like oh when they got it wrong this is before the before the show started and i had a real good time but uh before i finished that thought uh they actually rebooted double dare and when they reboot it, it's Mark Summers. And now I don't know what her nationality is. I know it's a brown girl. She's gorgeous. Who is like his co-host now. And I actually love it because she actually, I love the way she interacts with the children. Um, he's on the show too. Um, but she wasn't there. I thought she was going to be there. But but I think when they do these two, they just tore him around. Yeah, so they're not filming this for the show, for the TV. No, 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 okay. no. The, uh, which I thought they were. No, so they're not filming this. Because they got like a studio studio, which it, you can tell cause, uh, from watching on TV, which is a lot bigger. Um, and so uh, back to uh, what you were asking. Yes, what, what will happen is that um, they did the first like 30, because it was two hours. So the first 30 minutes was them having like they would have like two adults and two kids just randomly two adults and two kids um and they would have kids versus adults and they would have like all the old school physical challenges uh that they would do and it was just fun uh because like uh mark summers would come around our area because i bought the bottom tickets and they had a a a piece above us and it was a dude that would go up there and kind of pick them up there and bring them down and so the first part was that um them actually picking people and they would do like little segments of the games and then um after that they uh they did this one thing was like it was like a musical chairs but with pies Mm -hmm. and that that was really really fun and uh one uh what do you mean musical chair with pies like you sat in these chairs and you had these pies you would pass the pies up and down and if the music stopped on you you had to take the pie and smash it in your face so even if you so you you come to double dare i mean was everybody getting a free change of clothes or something if they go up on stage or you just gotta pile your own clothes you came from home with yeah they, they cleaned you off like like they mm. gave you stuff to kind of wipe you know wipe yourself off but mm. yeah like it it was because th- that's, that's what kind sh- of pies were these um uh, whipped cream cool whip oh, okay. cool whip pies um and it was hilarious one little boy got to uh pie his mom in the face that was hilarious um and let me see that and also they got we got to see oh they had one where you had to crack 10 eggs in like 30 seconds and one person would toss the egg other person would catch the egg and they would actually take the egg and crack it upside their head and you Mm -hmm. had to see it crack um and it was i think one they did with like a water hose where they had like these um what you call it uh super soakers and you sprayed them across the room and stuff like that i got my life like I, you know i was having a ball because this is like i said this is something that i want to see since i was a child so i had the time of my life and then uh they did like a mission and then when they came back from the intermission they actually uh did some physical challenges to narrow it down to two teams a red team and a blue team and this is where we got to see 
like uh kind of similar to the show where they ask somebody a question if you don't know you say dare then they ask the other team if they know then they then they say double dare and then you either have to answer the question to say physical challenge and if you say physical challenge you do like you know little games and things like that and then the team who scores the most points at the end you get to go through this obstacle course and it's like eight different things and it varies it's like one is like you dig up a nose and you pull out a flag and once you get a flag you pass it on to somebody else it'd be like pizza and you have to pull up the pepperonis and stuff like that and you you get the flag and you take it to the next person and and with this it was a it was four people so each person would go twice and he gave the family a hundred dollars for each one each flag that they got and passed on and if they got all eight he would he gave them a thousand dollars on the spot wow in cash in cash so how man they must be really sure that uh they must not do that in no rough cities because i mean how you getting on <laughs> like i just be waiting outside like i heard you got let me borrow twenty dollars you know <laughs> right 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 Nah, they probably ain't doing it in the rough cities uh and i think they was like she almost caught that last flag. It, it broke it broke everybody was like oh because she was climbing up because the last one you had to climb up a hill and everybody kind of like five four three and she was going up and she reached and she she wasn't quite tall enough <laughs> she missed it so they ended up getting like seven hundred dollars but that's seven hundred more dollars than what you came in it with yeah ain't nothing wrong with that i mean so that I, paid for the tickets come on you you right that probably paid for the tickets alone because not trying funny them tickets was not cheap oh really and um uh we had a really i didn't mind paying for them but because it was something that i was like i wanted to go and i wanted to enjoy myself and we was lower level so i know they're going to be more expensive and then they actually had like uh i don't i don't vip which means you sit like right up front in the front front which means if stuff slimed and all that stuff you got it on you because you like literally sitting in front of the stage so we weren't that close and i would have gotten them but they were sold out you could have paid a little bit more and you could have got like went behind the stage got like uh met mark summers you know got him to sign stuff but all that stuff was sold out before i even knew about the tickets yeah. uh because if i would have known i'd have got us those tickets um because i was like i I really wanted to go i was like yes i i, I want to go i want to go and i was like I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna have a good time so we did we was down low we was up close and i t- i had a good time actually mama she said she had a ball it was the first time actually seeing it and some of the questions that they were asking layla and your mama are very smart because i was looking like dare I, I i don't know what that is I, well you do like not knowing stuff <laughs> see i know what i don't know that that's one thing you could say about me i don't know what i would tell you i don't pretend like i'm smart on everything some shit you don't know and some shit you can't pretend your way through because somebody gonna know the answer and make you like an idiot well so you're a like, big I fan don't know. Of, you're a big fan of letting everybody know you don't know i think a lot of <laughs> a lot of black people are you just can't help yourselves nope because i want you to know ain't no if and i don't know like don't ask me i'm i don't have you today and uh we had a really really good time we had a ball it was about two hour event on a friday night so we had a good time and after that we went out to eat and uh had a good time there 
and yes i actually enjoyed spending time with me and your mama lately it was very very fun and like i said see if there's other things happening around that i can do you know kind of with just us because I, I enjoy spending time with my niece because now is the age where uh she actually desires to spend time with you you know because as children get older you know family becomes uh, a bore or too much or uncool so i don't know how she gonna feel in a year or two about hanging around with old auntie so i'm gonna enjoy my time with her while i can well i'm glad you enjoyed it and i'm glad y'all had a good time mm-hmm, we had a ball baby uh all right for my random thoughts i had a few um i'll try to go through them quickly um it's wild how companies say that uh, i may have said this on the show already before but if i haven't i'll say it now um it's wild how companies will promote having a family environment or be like we're a family but if you talk to most people their families are fucked up so like why would you want to emulate that in a work environment you know i don't think that's that very appealing like your family might have that one creepy uncle that nobody wants to leave their kids along with <laughs> let's not let's actually not have a family environment environment let's have like a lot of y'all's families could use an hr department you know maybe Come on. maybe we should make family a little bit more business oriented maybe we're looking at this shit backwards you know i don't need a, a boss that wants me to sit on his lap at christmas i i actually don't like that and i don't like sitting on uh grandpa's lap at christmas like how about we just get some rules and regulations there's mm-hmm. two drinks uh at, at, at limit at all family <laughs> party functions <laughs> come on everybody get a ticket yeah we can drink tickets at the damn at the cookout i think mm-hmm. maybe i would come to the cookout yeah, if it was a little more business like yeah but like this and even children are employees if children don't want to hug uh grandma and grandpa don't force them maybe we need a dress code i'm just saying come come on um will and jada don't yell or cuss each other out we found that out on facebook they have a red table show and will smith was on there with jada pinkett smith and they talked about their marriage and everybody was like "Ooh, i love it and i said that's cool me and karen we don't cuss each other out we don't yell at each other either Mm -mm. but I met some of y'all spouses and they do seem like they need to be yelled at so please (laughs) carry on y'all keep yelling at each other out there because some of these niggas i don't want to take the time out of my day to do it so if you could catch them before they leave the house that would actually help out the world so continue cussing that motherfucker out and letting them know they ain't shit um (laughs) i keep seeing this commercial it's Nas doing the voice the rapper Nas, and it's for um hennessy and mm. it's all these tales of inspiration that we don't know and i know Nas has something to do with it because it's like very pro-black it's always some relatively obscure black figure from history that i don't know about it'd be like you know josiah johnson was the fastest man on the earth on a bike and then he finally beat everybody but he had one opponent left to beat himself hennessy never stopped never settle and i was thinking to myself that sounds like the mantra or the slogan to alcoholism <laughs> no it's hennessy stop <laughs> settle everybody take take it slow know your water alcohol ratio that's got to be the only liquor that has a commercial on tv that doesn't say only in moderation <laughs> every other every other commercial even the dosecki thing is like hey 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 
i'm a very interesting nigga and everything but y'all calm down all right don't don't (laughs) kill yourself don't get in a car drink this shit is like hennessy also there's no way that dude was the fastest man on the earth and fucked with hennessy i'm sorry (laughs) but it's not true there's no way that dude was beating the shit out of them white boys on them bikes and hydrating himself with hennessy every break i feel like he was drinking water or gatorade or some other sort of electrolytes like (laughs) <laughs> never stop never settle is ridiculous and anyone that's been around people drinking hennessy knows what happens when you drink hennessy and you never stop you never settle fights that's what happens violence <laughs> it, it slows the brain down <laughs> it's killing your brain cells son it's gonna that's, the, that's what the next commercial gonna be never stop never settle you're gonna hop off the bike and start punching people ah! no thank you um you know how they do these gender reveal parties mm-hmm and a lot of people in my woke circle find them somewhat offensive you know i don't think i think it's kind of a relatively normalized thing apparently i don't know when it became a thing i don't know why it's so popular but it apparently it is right a lot more popular you know than i knew people just you know had a had a a thing and was like i got a boy or girl everybody just show up and i thought it was weird to be honest i still think it's kind of weird to be honest but i i mean i guess so is having a baby what like there's a lot of weird shit that i think is weird that's not really weird it's actually quite normal and i <laughs> right. think and i think this must be one of those things is very normal and of course it normalizes uh binary gender standards it mm-hmm. normalizes cis heteronormativity and all the woke words that go around it you know and i come totally understand the arguments for why people don't like them and stuff like that i'm not really uh saying they're wrong Mm-mm. and then you know people fall out with you about it because you know some people be like well are you having a boy or a girl I'm like we'll find out when the baby is born you know some people are like well nah that's not that's not what well when it comes to the to the people that are upset in the woke circles that's not it because even if the baby is born and you say it's a girl they're like you don't know that uh, okay like yeah, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. they turn they're 13 and they say I'm, a, I'm i'm actually not a girl i'm a boy you know um and so and there's a lot of theoretical stuff around it now the truth of the matter is the practicality of living in this world almost makes it so that you do have to uh conform to some extent uh and perform to some extent your gender expression or else you become we've seen what happens to kids who don't we've seen what happens to parents and stuff that are like not my kid like the world treats them harshly so i understand how it's easy for us to have these theories but in real life and execution it ain't gonna go like we think you know it's easy for me to be like you know why would you dress a boy in blue you know and then that there's some other practical reason where it does make sense because you ain't got the time to be explaining that your girl is wearing blue a thousand times a day so maybe people give in even though they don't mean any harm right and that's why little girls especially infants have those uh uh, bandana things around their heads because they was like with this, the pink yeah. right it was like this is how i identify you know what yeah. my child is yeah and i like i said i there's theor there's theory and then there's the world right and so i'm not trying to tell say anybody's wrong or right in this but one of the things i was thinking was maybe people will relax if we stop calling them gender reveal parties correct and you start calling them what they really are genital reveal parties true what true. they really are is yeah. you saying my child has this set of whatever between their legs and that is what we're celebrating today and i thought this is a great idea mm-hmm. but then i thought about it a little bit more and we can't have 
genital reveal parties y'all we can't do that that's ridiculous because if we have genital reveal parties i'm afraid louis ck gonna start crashing them and pulling his dick out and we can't have that he gonna be like i heard this was where it was okay to reveal my genitals y'all already consented no wrong type of parties wrong wrong type of party i don't need that type of confusion in the world you got Mm -hmm. babies there possibly like it's just too much it's too creepy it's too nasty right so keep your gender reveal parties for now till we figure out something else yeah because when you say gender you're going the standard boy or girl so you actually tell them what the genitals are so i don't see the difference i mean it is a a slight difference because like i said louis ck reveals his genitals all the time and people don't like that so we need to make sure it's not confusing um what are the laws to operating a drone on uso and doesn't it seem like that should be a bigger deal yes and i don't know what the rules are yeah i keep seeing these fucking drones and stuff like videos on youtube and stuff people flying them around like they're like they're just like i don't know they're just flying Mm -hmm. around filming the way that you you know fly like recreational those little airplanes Mm -hmm. but what are the laws i mean other than the obvious law obviously if you're operating a drone um you cannot have felt the touch of a woman in the past 15 years like we know that law but what about the other laws like how high can it go what kind of shit can you film because people yeah, film on those things because they be like get this shit off my yard why are you filming me yeah if someone shoots your drone because it's over their house come do on they, do they then go to jail do you do they have to pay for your drone i don't know what the rules are other than you know like i said you can't have felt the human touch of a of a woman's caress uh in the past 15 years um but i think you actually have to have that to buy the drone i don't think they sell them <laughs> ah! they don't sell them to anyone that is uh having sex of any kind or contact um you know i was watching a a star is born and uh it was all right you know i think musicals not aren't really my genre anyway and same my understanding is a very old film they keep remaking and i've never seen the original so how the fuck can i truly judge but it felt a little dated the concept felt a little weirdly patriarchal for no reason and stuff and and that's cool it still was you know very fun great acting performances and a lot of people think it's gonna win oscars or be nominated for oscars i've been hearing all that stuff um and it may be but it was a little bit racist too and i don't know that i can support a film like this that clearly had bradley cooper's own dog in it (laughs) charlie bradley cooper cast his own dog in the film yes he did how many black dogs didn't even get to try out for this film how many kings because you know we like to name our dogs king how many black dogs named king never even got a callback or an audition or anything they could have been better they could have done this role that type of pet nepotism is the problem with hollywood and that's one of the reasons oscar's so white even the dogs is white and that's really that pissed me off so bad when i found that out man and i don't think i can support that movie anymore <laughs> ah, and that's why i think black that's Panther the thing win. black Panther should win all the oscars um facebook needs to change that function that says people you may know to people you may not have know have unfriended you true 
because i'll be looking on there sometimes and be like oh shit oh, okay they unfriended me okay i'm not not oh well <laughs> i mean i do know them but i thought we were <laughs> friends apparently we're not i'm cool people you used to know and the last thing i have to say before we move into the articles uh y'all think any bloods have blue cross blue shield health insurance Mm-mm. or maybe blue browse uh-huh. <laughs> i just wonder i mean i know they might be down with the red cross mm-hmm. red browse but i don't just mm. i mean if that's the only people that give coverage in your on your area i don't they, know they on the edna yeah i don't know what you're supposed to do so all right let's move into these articles stuff happened the week we were off i'll try to go through them pretty fast some of them are pretty quick some of them for the most part don't matter as much anymore which is uh one of the best things about having a topical show you wait a week and now you're like oh that shit wasn't even that important correct um kanye who has never voted tells black people to not vote democrat and twitter destroys him well i mean let's be honest how is that any worse than these woke ass niggas on twitter telling y'all not to vote and not to be shamed into voting and not to feel any pressure to vote and uh to stay your black ass on your couch and don't do shit see these are the things that i'll be happy about when i'll be like i don't know what to say about kanye like at least kanye got some mental health issues that he can be like well i'm struggling through this and y'all all know it maybe don't listen to me some of these niggas think they right and will block you for saying anything else but i digress kanye west rhetoric is now going beyond making ridiculous comments he's encouraging people to vote republican which is especially disgusting considering the record number of people of color are running for democrats during the midterm election he's designed a blexit shirt which debut oh this is oh this news is all wrong who wrote this news one okay good we're gonna get to the bottom of this he actually did not design a blexit shirt that's not true candace owens claimed he designed a blexit shirt blexit being uh her term for black people exiting the democratic party aka democratic plantation um and joining the republicans or not voting at all this started a storm because kanye did not actually design that horrible design by the way the design the design was terrible Mm -hmm. um he didn't design it and i believe him um and came out on twitter and said i didn't design it um and people were taking candace owens words for it which i mean to be fair you vouch for that scorpion and tried to cross the river with it so people believe in that scorpion saying you did some wild shit it's just part of the course it's something everyone could have told you before you started doing uh press events with her and taking her with you to cover stuff yep mm-hmm. so when she did her young black leadership conference that they did in uh dc during howard's out homecoming um she declared like all this stuff and kanye who has de- lended his uh presence to candace owens legitimizing her to some people um make rising her star to some people when he uh was around her you know and but didn't want to be at this conference for some reason she still was going to invoke his name and so she essentially said yeah he made these blexit uh, shirts and shit for us to sell and for black people to lead the democratic party um 
he did not actually do that now i don't know why they didn't update this uh, <laughs> uh update for what yeah shout out to news mm-hmm. one for not going back and updating their own article but uh he came out later and said not only did he not design that shit which is funny right the thing that got him to this point that we're about to talk about which is that he says he doesn't want to talk about politics anymore and he feels that he's being used for beliefs that he does not uphold and people are starting to put words in his mouth it's so funny how the ego works the main reason i think that he's having this quote-unquote awakening it's specifically because someone said he did something and used his name to try to lend credit to something he didn't want them to do and that's that design on that fucking shirt that's the thing it's he is to pro-blackness as megan kelly is to feminism right it came down to something personally insulting him and him feeling used and not the other way around where he's using this controversy to promote himself and and his new message of love everybody hugs can fix racism it took someone going hey y'all kanye my friend kanye did this and he went i didn't do that shit why would you lie like that well kanye they've been lying to everybody to you you've been spreading their lies you haven't been reading anything fact checking anything you've just been going with their lies and telling us that that's that the sky is purple now and then they finally lied on you and you went that's too far i don't understand right ridiculous so yeah now he appears to have come to his senses. he says on twitter my eyes are now wide open and now realize i've been using spread messages i don't believe in i'm distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative three exclamation points um i introduced candace to the person who made the logo and they didn't want their name on it so she used mine i never wanted any association with blexit i have nothing to do with it i support creating jobs and opportunities for people who need them and most the most i support prison reform i support common sense gun laws that will make our world safer i support those who risk their lives to serve and protect us uh pop up of course let me close that all right we'll take your time fuck it uh <laughs> i support uh holding people who misuse their power accountable i believe in love and compassion for people and seeking asylum and parents parents who are fighting to protect their children from violence and war i would like to thank my family loved ones and community for supporting my actual beliefs and my vision for a better world yeah and like i said it's really just because it's about him now because the these values he claims to have the republicans don't have these values trump doesn't express these values it's actually opposite of everything you just said everything you just said um he also gave like a hundred and sixty five thousand dollars i believe to a candidate and for mayor in chicago a black woman who is like a really progressive candidate um like so progressive she's not even a democrat you know what i'm saying like when you get to that progressive level where it's like i'm independent but not independent because i'm basically a republican and i don't want to call myself one but independent as i'm such a i'm so woke i don't even want to be associated with nobody yeah with nobody um and it's hard for people to reconcile that shit you know um uh 
for for a lot of people you know they because he's been walking around that fucking hat and saying republican platitudes um it's hard for people to take uh, to to know what to make of him and it's one of the reasons i have had a uh i've been hesitant to to have these hot takes about the dude because i don't understand that dude and i don't know what the fuck he's going through nope and the shit he's doing doesn't make sense to me and i think for a lot of people they've just you know it hurts to see a guy like this promoting and saying hurtful fucked up harmful things dangerous things and so they've just kind of turned it into like fuck him and he's a coon and sell out and all that shit and maybe that's maybe that's as simple as it is i don't know why he's giving two hundred thousand dollars to a chicago mayoral candidate um who is absolutely the opposite of everything trump represents i don't know i don't know how you i don't know how you take this guy um so yeah actually okay it appears to be two hundred thousand dollars and i saw somebody be like that's not even that's nothing i was like first of all you pocket watching motherfucker chill all like all these motherfuckers be in some rich person's pockets with how much money would be enough nobody ever says what's enough by the way they only say what's not right i've never seen anybody say that's enough they always go that's not enough this dude from what i understand it is broke like broke is in like he's nick he's negative rich like he's rich right. but on he's credit rich broke yeah he broke he rich broke so i don't even know where the fuck this money's coming from anyway he be begging to get money for his fucking fashion shit i don't know maybe he's still super rich and got all kinds of money and he's just lying about that too i don't know i just know that i'm sure that this candidate needed two hundred thousand dollars to because that's how our politics work um it's going to be interesting to see what her base thinks about her taking it from him correct because you know when you too woke you get into those circles where they rather you lose um then win because they feel like yep. they feel like there's integrity in losing that and purity in losing that just can't be found in having actually attaining power and trying to delegate it you know uh but anyway man i just thought that was interesting these are the happenings that happened with him in the last week and i don't know what to make of them same chance the rapper's also supporting this woman for uh mayor so i don't know i don't know i know he's supposed you know he cares about his city so maybe this is that in his city he feels differently than he would for the country um and i also think he's inspired by donald trump because in with his ego kanye i think absolutely was serious when he said he wanted to run for president one day agreed agreed yes i i think so too yes yeah i I think donald trump uh set a set a standard where literally when you talked about it where people go if if he can win i i what the fuck i know i'm smarter than him right and everyone's so afraid of this new standard which i understand it's it is scary right because i don't want no dumbass up there i want somebody that knows some shit and know what they don't know and then put people around them that are experts in these fields right and i don't think obviously kanye could win a presidency um but just the fact that it's inspiring quote unquote to people um you do have to think about it yes i'm sorry i don't want no everyday man running the country sorry i just don't right i totally understand um all right let's get into another article bernie sanders calls trump most racist sexist 
homophobic bigoted president in history okay all right um did this on tuesday um where was he at on tuesday doing this a campaign event for maryland gubernatorial candidate ben jealous um he said it's time to to spit these these bernie sanders facts on these fools Mm. he said trump is the most racist sexist homophobic bigoted trump Trump didn't march with mlk way in the back huh bernie trump didn't march oh yeah on the saturday from a nine state tour working with great candidates all across this country and i can tell you there are candidates and supporters working hour after hour to make sure that we end one party control of the united states government They are working to make certain that the agenda of the most racist, sexist, homophobic, bigoted president in history will go nowhere because Democrats will control the House and the Senate. I mean, that's pretty bold campaign rhetoric from him. You know? Yeah, I... I, I i just feel a way about him and my thing is uh when hillary clinton was talking about them niggas and the president y'all act like if she breathed hard in his direction she was fucking wrong you know like i don't know this this shit just kills me and you know you say this about him but your ass didn't even campaign down here though right you didn't want no nigga votes right you didn't want no down south votes well he called when hillary clinton called uh trump voters deplorables a basket of deplorables um you know it was people like bernie that pushed back on that and they say that you can't call his voters racist or anything i'm surprised that he's even calling trump racist because he was on some give trump a chance shit after trump got elected right like i said I, i i don't know i like I said, I got my feelings about him and probably because it's personal, but it's one of those things where I don't want to hear anything he has to say. You're the same person that every time somebody brings up, but I'm black, you turn around, but I'm brown, you turn around and say jobs are going to fix everything. Jobs ain't going to fix fucking racism. You know, when I when I bring up the things about your policies and, and the flaws in them and how, you know, this kumbaya shit you p- promote and don't fix real life issues to brown people and marginalized people and you won't turn around and tell me it's the economy, get out my face. Well, I'll tell you how I feel about it. Welcome to the cookout, Bernie. Nope. Better late than never. I see you about uh two years late. But I appreciate you coming anyway, brother. Let I, me go and get you a plate. You want some of this pumpkin nope. spice cornbread? Nope. You bring he bring his ticket, I'ma burn it in his face. Have a seat next to me. I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I got somewhere to go. Well you have a seat over there and I'll be right back. You know you're not even gonna be there. What you talking about? I'm on my way. 
let me just hop in the shower real quick bernie i'll meet you there nope he gonna be there on time too nope y'all gonna be two three hours late like most black people oh yes bernie Mm -mm. thank you Mm -mm. taylor swift can come in before he can fuck that nigga it took him a while but i cannot wait to see him electric slide on the ones and threes Mm -mm. Mm -mm. we appreciate your contribution brother no we do not brother bernie coming in late but coming in with that power because i meant it when i said it karen all hands on deck i'll take all the help we can get let's fucking go you want to go rally and call this nigga out his motherfucking name finally well it's about goddamn time i agree with that part yeah so let's go i don't care i don't care i i i I am fucking dogmatic about this it's not a game to me you know when he backslides later which he will right he will backslide towards something later then we could talk about that but right now yes this is the kind of rhetoric i need all these people giving speeches to sound like y'all need to call this motherfucker out this election is very important it may be i would add, i would actually say it's more important than 2020 right now it is it, it is this is more important than 2020 because this is the resistance for the next two years if we whatever happens tomorrow is it right that's it because if it stays like it is there is no integrity within the republican party that will stop this fucking evil man so yes thank you bernie for saying what you said took you a long time to get here and you're probably only saying that the drum up support and votes for this mayor or for this candidate i don't care i don't care i'll take it thank you and people and we need people like this to say these things because honestly these motherfuckers will not appreciate it coming out of a black person's mouth agreed we need people like bernie if you really want to be the guy who marched with king talk like this because there cannot be any equivocating to to what we are facing and as long as you're mr i don't know about these identity politics i don't know then we can't work with you no we can't so you gotta call a thing a thing beloved and tell us that this nigga racist he's homophobic he's a bigot and people can't support him and we need to get him up out of there cool I, i'm y'all already know my my feelings about this shit let's go the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we'll fight when we get the power back we can fight about how much we don't really like your ass but i mean we was gonna do that with anyone that won come on y'all was gonna do that with hillary y'all was gonna do that with bernie it didn't matter who won it was gonna be this the only person motherfuckers don't seem to want to have the balls to fight is trump he the only one these motherfuckers really feel fine just sitting around being like well maybe there's a way that we can think about it where maybe he could do it's like he not lying if you think about it this way no 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 excuses let's go uh let's see what else happened um uh porn loving u.s official spreads malware to government network so they had the u.s geological survey uh usgs um employee uh apparently liked porn so much that he got a government network infected with malware Hmm. he had extensive history so niggas be watching porn at their dot gov jobs 
the parents are dot gov that mean government right u.s government is u.s government.org mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. an extensive history of visiting adult pornographic websites is what this employee had investigators found malware on many on many of the nine thousand pages he or she accessed the u.s office of the inspector general has recommended the usgs blacklist rogue websites our analysis confirmed that many of the pornographic images were subsequently saved to an unauthorized usb device and personal android cell phone okay 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 so he was saving the images to us images images like pictures not videos he wasn't downloading video he was downloading porn pictures to put on his phone mm-hmm. and i'm guessing taking in the video in the bathroom and jack off i mean because apparently so. like did he not have wi-fi home did he not want to use his data all his Pajan data plan his wife huh Pajan had it from his wife but how are you hiding it from your wife if you still putting it on your phone you could just get the middleman and just like download it from your phone i don't understand i don't either as well as government computers the the employee's personal mobile was also found to be infected oh god see that's why iphone don't let y'all play around iphone be like nope can't have that app <laughs> it's your will be like no you this right you can't have this android be like you want to download herpes.exe the app you're like oh yeah i'll get that uh reports sorry mr span but it's true reports <laughs> reports of the case were picked up by news site TechCrunch. I, I told mr span i said i love my iphone like white women love pumpkin pumpkin i don't give a fuck it's basic as people call it i it ain't i don't but i don't need no degree in in phone to figure out how to use that shit but I'm you can't good. get no virus from downloading porn on it and i think that's the i most needed important, to protect me <laughs> that's the most important thing right here in this article the site also reported that the malware in question was designed to steal data from infected computers and was a, that and what that the computers were associated with that's probably how russia got all our shit usgs employees are advised not to connect usb devices or mobile phones to government computers no shit that's US, part of their fucking policy but the connections are not disabled yeah because why would you disable the connection you would hope that people have like some common sense and this guy's an outlier but apparently not i bet you somebody else are doing that bullshit but they just ain't got caught oh my goodness that do you not realize when you go to a job your it you sign shit to say we monitor everything do you not know uh uh every every few months uh before you log on you're gonna be like hey you can't clock in until you agree that we monitor everything and everybody go yeah then somebody go oh i got caught yes nigga we told you we monitor everything uh some people are trying a different way to get out the vote um now this thing says millennials i i don't i think we attribute a lot of things to millennials that aren't true no and i don't Um, even think it's millennials that just go young people and just throw them all in the same group emily myers is the only person she knows who's been kicked off of tinder and she considers it a badge of honor the 25 year old washingtonian wasn't sending new pictures or offensive messages she was just trying to register people to vote but sending spam campaigning or nudging people towards external websites is is forbidden on tinder and after several days of swiping right and racking up over 200 ma- matches and messaging these men that they should visit vote.org to check on their registration status myers discovered her tinder account was locked someone must have reported her 
you goddamn right see i didn't come on here to vote now if i wanted to vote i'd have been on the vote website you would think after you know i'm sure there are people that think that after what i said yesterday that i'm some type of ridiculous like i run up on people and be like what you doing to here taking a leak you should be voting i'm not that kind of person um i just don't like the logic of people that you know turn everything into shaming and talk about you know the, the, yeah that that you can't bring up no struggles or no ancestral shit because they gonna cry i don't like those that shit that shit is whack but right. um i'm on tinder and you talking about just register to vote man are you serious right now you know i would be mad too like th- this is ridiculous like how far are you willing to take this are you gonna fuck the 200 dudes and then like when they go to reach for condoms be like oh hold on hold on as, uh, it's a voter registration it's a voter registration thing next what's, to them condoms. what's your first name what's your last name let me see if you registered right whose pussy is this well tell me how to spell it and i'll put it on this voter registration form ah yes i'm just trying to help you kyle is it kyle with a y like come on man um i'm sure this is only like one or two people doing this stupid shit and then they attribute it to all millennials but Mm-mm. i guarantee you this is a couple of people i think it's just that one person yeah some tend to use i've been logging on the app specifically for voter outreach rather than flirting with strangers the trend comes amid related cultural shifts as campaigning has been become more digital and daters increasingly are looking for matches who share their views um yeah but it's different if you want to date somebody and you want to know what their political affiliation is right then what she was doing which was specifically logging on to be like register to vote and also how do you know i feel like her tenure was full of just black people it's probably just i mean because how do you know how people vote correct like if you want i mean well i guess it depends on who she wants to win maybe she was a republican she was out here getting off swiping on all the checks you know <laughs> all the like, she's looking for all the tobies she can find the dusties yeah so i don't know actually um so yeah that's pretty ridiculous and i'm not with that that shit is whack think you gonna get think you about to have some sex and some motherfucker talking about some you need to vote like man what and you know it's whack because you would never do that shit in person you would only do that over the phone you're not taking your ass down to a bar and hey ma'am you looking good uh you mind if i buy you a drink i mind if you check if you registered the vote <laughs> what <laughs> man what all right uh megan kelly lost her job and um the agencies that that represent her caa dropped her too mm. mm-hmm. so she can sue for some more money right yeah and then i had a trend on twitter while i write it while we were off you there. sure did that shit was fucking hilarious uh it was called hashtag megan cancel megan kelly cancel party yes um and i just started it and was making making it was it started with gifts of um of uh al roker and um 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 tamarin uh just like yes celebrating this shit and i just put keep putting them up and then eventually all the people on black twitter joined in and it was trending in the u.s it was fucking it was hilarious i went through and i fell out laughing yeah if y'all have time hashtag megan kelly cancel party if you want to see some funny ass jokes uh because they were really they funny. delivered um and, and people was like i got to go back to work come on now yeah i had one of black santa dancing it was like black santa showing up to the megan kelly party like 
<laughs> it, was, it was fun man oh i love being black yes um all right what else happened in the time we were off um oh that dude sent bombs to people and then got caught uh the most interesting thing is his van looked like what you think the dude who sent bombs to Democrats' van looked like. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at that van. I GOP said, "GOP ice cream truck." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it did like a GOP ice like cream. A racist and strawberry swirl. <laughs> Raspberry racism, mm, my favorite. Mm. Would you like some nigglets? I got plenty of those. Mm, mm. <laughs> i'm a little nipsy buddy mm-hmm. uh yeah would you like a make america great again pop i got you covered <laughs> oh yeah so they had uh, his, his van did look like that right. it was like t- pictures with targets over democrat politicians and shit like like shooting targets like the the crosshairs mm-hmm. um and i and guess where he worked y'all guess where this nigga worked where papa john's oh no them niggas can't get a break just can't catch a break <laughs> you got people trying to you got you got them giving away people they're like look we can't go no lord and free come on now they gonna have to start coming out with reparation pizzas or i mean uh something like they they like the but, black the black lives matter pizza buy one get three free i mean come on right. now they're like, look, we trying to clean our names up. Oh, the ghetto. The ghetto. The ghetto. Every time some shit goes down. Papa John's must watch the news like black people watch the news. <laughs> Hope it's not us. What is so like we do it with crime, they do it with racism. Like, please don't let it be somebody work for us. Please don't let it be nothing to do with us. Uh, they were like um the killer worked uh the killer <laughs> the killer worked at radio shack oh thank god oh woo. Woo. and he said his favorite pizza was papa john's oh, no right, god no <laughs> inside the van boxes of papa john's and also booklets saying he hates niggers <laughs> delicious pizza <laughs> but, he said the old ceo should have his job better ingredients better get your ass back to africa back to you guys ah, better ingredients better racism I wonder, what, I wonder what his interview sounded like when he was interviewing for the job but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america well you're hired come on <laughs> come on through and his, his employee like the people he worked with had the nerve to be like you know i mean he had some pretty weird political views and i mean he was saying things about black people and stuff and i worked with him i was a black woman and uh you know he hated lesbians but you know the guy could get a piece of there in 30 minutes so i'm like what ah! how you know how many niggas lose their job for shit like he was five minutes late and i said black people are always late so i fired him right you know how many black people lost their job or some bull she wouldn't take her braids out so we had to let her go it's not representative of our hotel meanwhile this dude was walking around talking about i hate niggers and they was like yeah but i mean he uh, knows his way around the back streets of miami we gotta get the pieces I mean, on time i mean man the way he rolls out that dough right 
oh my god he also was a dj promoter booking agent for live entertainment uh owner and choreographer other than the kkk he was a former stripper who want to watch him strip and some kind of bodybuilder maybe he was on steroids and shit i mean he come in and cheats what is happening here yeah so that's your man soyak um also i'm i wonder what i I don't i'm glad no one got hurt but how the fuck you make 17 bombs and none of them blow up what the fuck like i'm not i'm glad no one got hurt but dude you are bad at terrorism like real bad (laughs) like you know like you are john starks in the finals bad at fucking terrorism bro you are old for 17 on your terrorism what kind of amateur setup was that like even fucking wiley coyote acme bombs blow up more than your bombs and they did blow up now your bombs are horrible dude learn to to terrorism if you're gonna you're gonna do it do it right jesus christ you are way out of your depth like this is this is some bad terrorism dude like i mean i'm glad you're bad at it i wish all terrorists were bad at it me too but this is like the 9 11 hijacker people just like like didn't make it past tsa you know what i mean it's like dude ah what the fuck like oh god shake it like you could have hurt people doing anything else uh, driving a car poisoning them pieces uh fucking uh shooting people you there's like so many other things you could have done as terror as terrorists that would have you would have been better at you might as well have just mailed these people just cards with laxatives in them you would have had a better chance of making their day bad than what you did yep you cost all that people taxpayers money and shit to track you down Mm. meanwhile you was on twitter basically saying i did the terrorism like you are horrible at this you didn't even really get to get away you weren't i don't think he was hiding no he was like not in the ice cream truck you can't hide in that goddamn ice cream truck like if i was giving terrorism grades you got an f you got a you failed like i'm like f minus dude this is the worst terrorism of all time good grief like you're gonna be in jail they not have no respect for you i'm like how the fuck did you go over 25 terrorisms dude not one bomb went off like not one dog not not one well i thought that you know i must have mixed up the wires or something i don't know how them bombs didn't blow up it's a good point i had it wired to blow uh you just had to like uh light a match or something like what is the what how did you you know what that's terrible did you pull the string i don't understand just you're a bad terrorist dude give it up i'm glad yeah find find another line of work just give it up jesus christ um cardi b and nikki got into it i think it was mostly on instagram maybe from my understanding i don't know i don't know i I, instagram confuses me i just put pictures out there and called it a day yeah this one made me feel old because mm-hmm partially because they not putting it on wax so we don't even have a song to get hype about like when it's with drake and and push a t at least we had the songs and we could play the songs and be like yo these niggas are going in on each other 
like instagram live is kind of like some i guess some young people shit yeah like i'm sure it's funny in the moment but i don't be on the gram live like that Mm-mm. you know i'm mostly on there to look at but okay i'm the tina belcher of uh, watch instagram watching women twerk watching right. women, watching women uh this trip go live right i'm like oh wait miss a lot of booty went live well yes mm-hmm. i got the time for that yes but i don't really need to hear cardi b talk bad about nikki not that anyone is against it or anything but just it don't move me like when there's two rappers it's nothing moved me like them rapping about each other i didn't even really talk about drake's interview with lebron or pusha t's interview with joe button because i don't care about that shit rap y'all have a job it's called rapping who the fuck want to read an interview to find out what you think about another rapper rap about that nigga are we serious right now um but yeah so we having no songs of them direct maybe we'll get one out of this but we do have like cardi's instagram um and you know her talking about kicking nikki's ass and suing nikki uh for um defamation maybe i can't remember what the exact thing she said she was gonna sue her for me either all based off of that fight at the uh met gala um where they had on the dresses and people are saying that nikki stepped on the hem of uh cardi's dress and cardi went across the room to try to fight her and then nikki hid behind like security which is also funny because you know nikki talked about whooping people ass and all the shit she gonna do but obviously she wasn't about to do shit um which is one of the reasons i try to keep the same energy and i don't talk shit i came back up then since you're talking about suing and shit because you claiming that riley beat me up sis I don't got to sue nobody because of a fight. I'm a street bitch. That is called snitching, you know? But since you want to talk about suing, maybe I should sue you for defamation of character since you want to claim that I'm using something illegal called payola because you don't understand why I am so fucking successful. And my thing is, just like every new artist that had a mega hit like SZA, LMA, after they get a mega hit, everybody wants to listen to them. So why is it that when people want to listen to me, you cannot believe it, that I, I got to be cheating for that? First of all, you was bopping to my shit. Second, my new single came out called Money, right? So my thing is, my single hasn't even impacted radio yet. And yet, it's doing so good on Apple. It's actually number one on the top top charts, all genres on Apple. And that's the same shit that you got your queen radio on. So how can I possibly use payola on some shit that endorses you? Man, is you shitting me? Then, since you say you tired of talking about it, I'm tired of talking about it too. I'm tired of the fucking whole internet shit. I'm tired of the interview shit. If you really want to talk about it, you know where to link me. We could always link up. You know who to reach out. You know we could settle it however you want to settle it. We could talk about it or we could fight it out. I'm with whatever. But I'm sick and tired of that back and forth shit. I'm not doing it. I'm in a good space right now let me know what's up what do you think about what she said yeah she's i I think she's to a place where she's like i'm tired of you attacking me just she's like look either shut up go on about your business let me be (laughs) like i I think she's to that point now um she's just tired of she was like you know where i'm at but you constantly talk and and i think that cardi knows that nikki really ain't about that life like she never actually physically fight her yeah and also we've seen um 
cardi whoop people's ass on tv everybody forgets she started on love and hip-hop and i watched that show and she absolutely molly quite a few women's in her time especially old girl who came from london just to catch that catch the hands with the motherfucking round trip ticket on it like that was that was a bad look um but the thing is no one in their right mind is gonna allow those two to physically fight each other correct there's there's too much money on the line for all that shit right what they're fighting about is not the kind of thing that rises to the level of like killing a motherfucker or something Mm -mm. so it i mean to me it just sucks that um i forget who i was talking with this about i think it might have been susan the other day but it kind of sucks that since about um between since lil kim foxy brown i don't know if there's ever been a time where we've had like black women mcs that people uh respected and that that kind of like could work together like i want to say the last thing i remember black women like working together on in hip-hop was uh i want to be down remix maybe maybe i don't know if there's something to wait next hell soundtrack or something but it i don't know it just seemed like it kind of went to the wayside and now because of the fact that men control the industry and mm-hmm. they make it so that you know they don't they make it so that even when they're making money off a woman act they try to make sure you don't respect them so it's like big and jay saying they wrote the lyrics for kim and foxy and shit that's that harms the industry and it harms that that mc now we're not supposed to have as much stigma on writing for other people anymore but what's the first thing that happens when two women start beefing somebody else writes your rap you fuck niggas so you can get your raps you like it's never you know like it's always immediately to the integrity of women don't do don't 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 rap essentially right and then you know people talk about lauren hill lauren hill's like i didn't want to do none of that and it actually damaged my career because i was like i'm not doing that bullshit and then we have a lot of women that um that um even though there was some beefs back in the day it's not like every woman got along correct it just wasn't the thing of like and then the next like i beef with the next person like you know lil kim got a beef and foxy got a beef and then uh nikki comes along now they got a beef now now cardi's coming along now they got a beef you know it's kind of like a level of like you know because somebody was saying i read an article that said will hip-hop have its me too movement and i said absolutely not because one of the parts that they have time one of the reasons they have times up and me too in hollywood is because there's a level of solidarity among women not that these women are all on the same page not that there's not splits within the women like right, like right. there's white women there's cishet women there's there's like there's still divisions but there's a solidarity they can come together and be like we don't get paid enough we don't want to get sexually harassed i don't know that hip-hop will ever have that type of unity um because it would take some people at the top being like uh, it can't be about us not liking each other right now it has to be about us coming together and saying we want respect for the in an industry where rick ross can brag that he won't sign a woman to his label unless he fucks her right um you know industry where you know uh angela Yee gets talked over and 
dudes you know talk about fucking her and shit while while she's live on the air in a world where you know people the first thing that happens when remy ma nikki or cardi beef with each other is y'all don't write your own raps and you fucking niggas for hits and shit like that i don't i don't think we have anything close to that kind of solidarity in hip-hop that would take that would be some level of fighting back you know and that's when you that's not even considering the philosophical divisions within those women like remy ma's politics are not cardi's politics Mm -mm. you know i always i don't watch that state of hip-hop show or whatever with joe budden but every time i see a remy ma quote it's some hotel real fucked up rape culture shit i don't know that that's the kind of woman that even would be down with let's get paid what these men get paid right you know it's a it's a tough sell it's a tough sell but um i don't think that's the responsibility necessarily of um cardi or nikki or anybody like that but i absolutely do think that like um it's kind of repetitive at this point yeah and 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 i think the thing about it uh i know a lot people know more about this genre than i do but there are a lot of women out there that are rapping and doing various different things but a lot of times those a lot of those women never get the spotlight and never get to the point where their name becomes mainstream because you know for a lot of dudes as a ape i can't most of the time with some exceptions if i can't promote you as a sex symbol what why are you here right so i don't think any of that shit's ever gonna happen and also i do think the me too movement at times up is overstated in hollywood like people act like it fixed hollywood it's like mm-hmm. nah a couple people got their comeuppance most of these niggas are still working and doing just fine just fine they'll be up for oscars this year all that stuff the ones who won't is because they took a self-imposed exile it's not but they'll that be back nobody no, gets yeah. canceled no one got rid of james franco james franco just didn't do an oscar worthy movie this year if he would have trust he would have been his ass right back up there so you know i i I think you know people like to use it against hip-hop like you know why come in in these other industries like are are we seeing real change in those other industries are we seeing kind of surface level change because men ain't gonna give up the spot no they're not long as they run anything they not giving it up um Nicki minaj does her own radio show and she has some information she shared about the whole cardi thing she said she didn't leak cardi b's number she refuted claims from cardi b's sister hennessy uh that um minaj leaked the i like it rapper's phone number to manipulate their fans to spread so much negativity and hate and then you have your sister calling me a crackhead and leak numbers she said you can't control your sister but you want me to control millions of fans i never leaked a number in my life and y'all continue to lie on me and make me look like a bad person i mean isn't she doing enough of that on her own you think harriet tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to freedom cardi stopped offsetting 21 savage from working with minaj cardi apparently thought minaj talked about her on a verse with 21 savage which allegedly led to offset 21 savage not appearing on london on the tracks record with minaj um okay uh minaj's friend riley was the one that beat cardi at at harper's bazaar event um riley was there Hmm rob really really beat cardi's ass rob beat you so bad that i was mad at rob you went home and told people security hit you and we let that ride for legal reasons anybody that want to pull up the surveillance footage i'll give you a hundred thousand dollars 
yeah and that's the other thing is uh cardi's like all them phones out nobody would have captured that on on film you know like because cardi's the whole thing is she lying and then i think they got caught like nikki got caught in the lie trying to say something about a brand deal that cardi didn't have and the cardi provided the receipts on like on twitter like the screenshots which was funny on two levels one she put them people's email addresses out there but then two she did catch you know she turned she fought she proved that she was telling the truth i am old enough to remember when monique did that and motherfuckers got lost their minds and said it was very unprofessional and why would she do that after calling her a liar but when she put out the receipts it was different i'm telling you people only as faithful to their morals as the people they like that's Come it on. they don't like monique therefore she did it unprofessional they like cardi it was fine she provided the receipts people are crazy man yes they are uh she thinks cardi is being nice to other female rappers to spike nikki now y'all love you w with them girls why you not ask remy and kim to be on your second single she said um uh you may he may be crazy but the culture needs kanye west okay that has nothing to do with nikki uh current rap is a joke yeah okay uh minaj wants to drop the drama how when you say stuff like this she Mm -hmm. can just quit talking about it like literally if you quit talking about it it will literally go away it's it's literally the easiest thing in the world right right um (laughs) she said that shit like like it's a conspiracy (laughs) i would love to drop this drama i don't know why it keeps following me but anyway rob beat your ass and we got it on tape bitch 100k bitch all right um let's get into our other games we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe trying different articles make us feel fucked with the weird sign points quotes from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody rebel wilson you know who she is i've heard of that name but no she's uh i think an australian plus size actress comedian she's in those like i don't even know what those i don't even know what those those movies are called the ones where they lip sync oh them that singing movie yes yeah. yes so she's in those movies pitch perfect yeah pitch perfect she started up a controversy last week when she claimed she was the first plus size actress to star in a rom-com film and now she's apparently blocked so many critics over the questionable comment it spawned a hashtag rebel wilson blocked me hashtag <laughs> on twitter <laughs> the bridesmaid star appeared on the ellen degeneres show uh to discuss a new film isn't it romantic she claimed that she was the first ever plus girl to be the star of a romantic comedy and a tweet that since been re- received uh 16, likes a twitter user corrected her referencing both queen latifah and monique queen latifah starred in 2006's the last holiday and 2010's just right while monique vehicle fat girls came out in 2006 yeah this is interesting too because um i think the person that corrected her is um i can't remember her twitter handle but i think she goes by clarkisha kent or something like that um 
and this is one of those classic white fragility moments where the original offense wasn't that fucked up to be honest anyone could have forgot that shit or not known that shit she's from australia people do this shit all the time where they star in some shit they don't know the history of it they just try and get a check but then they say some shit and everybody comes in and goes that's not what's up and they're like oh my bad didn't know that i'll make sure to say that next time i'm now continuing a long tradition of plus size actresses who have rom-com sitting around them and it's not about them being plus size or something like that boom okay cool it, no harm no foul you fucked up a little bit some people will always be mad but they they stay mad on twitter anyway you don't have to worry about those people right nah 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 no nope. nope she uh had to double down and that's where we end up here that's why you that's how you make the news um and somebody said i love that rebel wilson as much as the next girl but she isn't the first plus size woman to play the lead in a in a rom-com a romantic comedy queen latifah and monique have both played rom-com leads um that was from half pint doll or something wilson then earned further criticism when she defended the comment on twitter yeah i of course i know of the oh wait yeah i of course know of these movies but it was questionable as to whether one technically those actresses were plus size when filming those movies what just say you haven't seen the movie come on just say you haven't seen the movie ma'am do you not know who these actresses are just say you don't know who the actresses are come on Reaction is angry, sad, and, and disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, technically, those films are categorized, billed as studio rom com with a sole lead. So there's a slight gray area. Come on. There's no slight gray area to that one. He was trying to be right um now most of the people i saw correcting her were black women and they went in because you know they're not here for it they they they're sick they've seen this story so many times new new just a new face on it it's it's the same i saw a new face say something fucked up they correct you then you go fuck that shit i it's just you know what i said is still right and so that's when the blocking wars began (laughs) right now if you just pretty much say anything to rebel wilson on twitter about this your ass is getting blocked you can say that's what everybody was like i've been blocked i've been blocked i was like who the fuck is this lady you can say it nice you can say it mean your ass is getting blocked that's why people had the screenshots okay float over down the timeline but i've been blocked by too yeah film film fatale underscore nyc change her name to rebecca rebel wilson block me and then her last name theodore Sean. like yeah i i mean yeah this is stupid <sighs> this is just stupid monique hit her up hey my sweet sister you know how monique do <laughs> my babies hey my sweet sister let's please not allow this business to erase our talent with giving gray areas and technicalities take a moment and know the history don't be a part of erasing it i wish you the best that was very kind a lot of people were very kind i wonder if she got blocked because rebel was blocking people it didn't matter Mm -mm. if you said her name Mm -hmm. she replied that her attention wasn't to erase anyone's achievement 
but other people pointed out that she had been blocking women of color for trying to facilitate a dialogue there were even people created hashtags rebel wilson block me and rebel block party uh to commemorate being blocked by the actress uh, i will say this guys and uh, this is uh, uh, uh. like this is just how i'm built i do not understand these people that are happy to get blocked i don't understand it you know what i mean because like half the time once it turns into the they block me party the trends i've seen you're now being blocked for shit you should be blocked for a lot of times like that right you go too far yeah it's one thing when they're blocking people because they're so sensitive and you didn't do nothing it's kind of like wow i can't believe she would do that but then once you start to tag the hashtag of so-and-so block me you be seeing people in there like you're fat ugly heifer right you're one-eyed bitch and then they be like ha ha she blocked me oh yes high five woo it's like you be like no no nigga you are evil what's no, wrong with you where did no. that evil come from you came to the party late and just showed your ass she been blocking people for saying hey how you doing why don't you just right. say hey how you doing um so yeah she also went on to elaborate i guess this was today um in a couple of well-intentioned moments hoping to lift my fellow plus size women up i neglected to show the proper respect to those who have climbed this mountain before me like monique queen latifah melissa mccarthy ricky lake and like many likely many others yeah that was the other thing she erased some white women's up in here too but i but because black women were the first ones to bring it up it was like monique latifah and i was like um like just right and i think fat girls or whatever and i was like yeah the those movies are not good no so we we don't care so i mean <coughs> is it okay we we, we we don't give a fuck you said rhyme com <laughs> you ain't said shit about the bitch being good <laughs> but yeah we haven't seen this movie it might not be good either Mm-mm, right but but it was funny though because it was like people was acting like like it was uh i guess the best way to put it is people was acting like those movies were like staples of black cinema where we were sitting around like well everyone knows in the 2003 movie rom-com queen latifah in common just right i mean we watch it every christmas like you know like uh, we know that the last hot day didn't get reviews but you did erase those women okay and that was the motherfucking right. problem end of the day that was the problem right well you know what though karen that wasn't the problem that's not the problem the problem was she couldn't admit she didn't know correct because honestly i really do feel at the heart of my heart i know twitter is a bitter dark angry place many right i honestly feel if she would have said i just didn't know about those movies people would have had a moment of like well that makes sense right well it's not there, like those movies some people that would have came at you regardless but most people would have been yeah. understanding like you said that's all we asked you be like no what my bad y'all my bad that's why i can't even say it's about like her erasing those black women as much as it's about the double down and the double the, down make you go oh bitch you meant to erase us okay we at your ass now right right what a and what the, a and thing. that's and that's where the problem comes in with the help of some very compassionate well thought out responses from others on social media i now realize what i said was not only wrong but also incredibly hurtful to be part of the problem i was hoping i was helping makes it that much more embarrassing and hard to acknowledge i block people on twitter because i was hurting from the criticism but those are people i actually need to hear more from not less again i'm deeply sorry i wonder if she's gonna um unblock them probably not i would ask but i don't want to be part of it Mm-mm. like i seen this shit happening the whole time i was like i'm gonna sit this one out i yeah, don't care. i was like i don't know who that white woman is but she blocking everybody apparently and like, went on about my way like let me be fair i wasn't gonna see her movie Mm-mm. 
I, I didn't go see the pitch perfect i ain't seen mm-mm. i mean i guess i could folk out it you know i will folk out it when it comes out but i wasn't gonna see that i can't even really be upset have we even seen anything she was in i think i've seen bridesmaids and i didn't even i'm see sure that. we've seen something it's she's in a lot of shit we've seen something we just like thought about it because she always plays like the self-deprecating like big chick ah okay you know like you know i i never thought she was i never saw anything where i thought like wow what a performance but right you know i'm sure she's been in the comic relief of a few movies that we've seen we're like oh yeah okay that's rebel wilson um but yeah so zero to a hundred karen hmm, 25 yeah i wish i could give it higher but it really was like a 25 yeah like this is like the perfect it's like wash rinse repeat we done been down this road before yeah this is like the perfect like black twitter like if you're logged on it feels like a big deal but once you log off it's like that that really wasn't that big a deal if you ask the average person who is a rebel wilson they'll be like who what group did she sing in <laughs> right the average black person anyway right uh yeah she was in pain and gain we saw that yes we did um bridesmaids uh ghost rider i don't remember her character girl in the alley in that joint me either um i don't know man but i wasn't gonna see this shit so Mm -mm. you know good luck or whatever but yeah i give it like a 25 i was i was more fucked with by the fact that people started trending getting blocked by her so then i was like i gotta see Uh, more of this uh. shit like uh, can't y'all cancel her what happened to canceling and moving on what happened to this um uh let's see um oh this is a good one a woman pretended to be persecuted for being a trump supporter and ended up scamming conservatives out of a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a fool in their money a woman identifying herself as a reformed republican posted a photo of herself in a make america great again hat and announced she refused to hide any longer the way the story ended however was not the way republicans would have hoped now i think at this point you might be thinking why is this in fucking with black people right i mean a lot of people support trump i mean 53 percent of white women support trump uh 50 million people voted for trump it's because she is a black Mm-hmm. she is a negro and she posted this my parents kicked me out because i love trump oh oh so this wasn't crown and coke pressing curl them them two diamond and, and pepper <laughs> no this is somebody else no this is not this was not dixie and uh cups this is this is <laughs> <laughs> this was this was uh, a black woman that was not she said i will not hide any longer the left has made us feel as if us black republicans should hide but not anymore hashtag blacks for trumps hashtag walk away hashtag maga uh i will not hide any longer and the left has made us feel as if black republicans should hide but not anymore okay um not long after she tweeted this uh um she tweeted uh she tweeted again thank you to all so much for the overwhelming support after seeing this tweet my parents cut me off and refused to pay for my university tuition so if you can find it in your hearts to help this young black republican pay for school it would be appreciated she showed text message conversations after finding a place to live and only having a part-time job because she's in school this morning 
is getting worse and worse she posted on twitter uh, her, her twitter name is chk chck peas like chickpeas mm. um and so she posted screenshots of the text messages with her parents um which says mom please where can i go i literally work part-time and i can't find an apartment and nor people to room with on such short notice i can't afford to live on my own and then the response maybe one of those trumpies that love you so much can take you in i'm so disappointed in you i'm sorry but what did i even do you can't expect me to just blindly follow a political party because i'm black that's ridiculous if anything you always wanted me to think for myself and now that i and now that i am it's a problem i'm done talking about the you you have until the 14th and that's that mom please i don't know what to do i don't know where to go why are you doing this to me because you are being a fucking coon i have nothing else to say to you and you might as well not be my daughter and of course everybody was following this shout out to the black people who were following this who i saw um rejoicing they were they were happy to see a black trump person get in trouble so she posted a gofundme link to assist the leader request for help she's raised over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars off of conservative donors once she was finally outed she explained that it wasn't stealing because republicans aren't people to begin with oh okay the gofundme has been taken down but there was a tweet suggesting she scammed about 150k somebody put so uh zero to 100 karen mm, zero your fave could never an icon okay a hero is born we appreciate you okay this is the kind of stuff we need more of this is the energy of 2018 like don't use the coon let the coon use you okay you know what i'm saying like go ahead and get that money (laughs) sis i love it i don't have any i don't have anything bad to say about that woman like that that's exactly what what more people should do if anything the price of the brick just went up because she did it and y'all were too scared to do it but it's the kind of thing i've been saying people should do for a long time and it's good to see a young millennial black person finally taking advantage of what so many have taken for granted these republicans will give any nigga that looks their way some money yes sir no that's stupid candace owens was literally anti-trump and then she said uh oops i mean i'm for trump and they couldn't wait to make her rich go ahead make your pockets great again come on i wonder what she gonna do with that 150 you know that's that's a good chunk of change you can get debt free with that yeah in some cases maybe you can go to you can use that for school for real you know good luck man i i I wish i could have did it first to be honest i don't i don't i mean i don't know what the rules are with gofundme maybe you're gonna get in trouble for that but you had to try and i don't blame you yeah somebody said she could feed everybody in the cookout yeah she all all the fish on her fish and chicken on her (laughs) all right so um let's uh let's move into some guest the race guys um where's my music boom now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all podcast land where you read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course the chat room plays along and they're all racist all right let's go to our first story let me see what i got here um a rapper falls to death while filming a stunt on a plane's wing what musician john james mcmurray was walking on the wing of a small cessna aircraft for a stunt in the music video uh the canadian rapper died while performing the stunt which involved rapping while walking on the wing of a plane Brittany, i mean british sorry british columbia's coroner service says 34 year old john james mcmurray died saturday while performing while working with a team making videos of airplane stunts and parachuting in that province mcmurray's manager ryan deschrochers says the rapper had trained intensively for the stunt but as he moved further out on the wing the small cessna went into a downward spiral the manager says mcmurray held onto the wing too long and by the time he let go he didn't have time to open his parachute the plane and the pilot later landed safely guess the race Oh, as white as the snow he fell in mm. alright let's check the chat room definitely want to submit oh, so, so he was on a moving plane mm-hmm. wow yeah She's out I there. thought he was like on the wing and just tipped and fell I was like nah it was up in the air wow nope. he's out there living on a wing in a prayer he sure was check the chat room see what they believe he was trying to join the eight mile high club white <laughs> white and stupid <laughs> damn white flight no alabaster mctwinkle toes oh. catch me if you can white slipped on some lean on a wing white <laughs> rabbit the rapper white this is some white shit tom loose white the correct answer is hillary will you marry me not nah, the correct answer is white Man, you know he's white because that's not the way wings kill black people it sure ain't we die from eating them <laughs> we sure do <laughs> i guess it was nah, just- now now you just said he though now you just said he fed on the inside of the plane and died but i'd be like okay because you know niggas be on the inside of planes they say he was practicing but uh sounds like he just went out there and tried to wing it yeah that's what happens uh that's him but i mean obviously before oh yeah mighty mighty white mm-hmm. he was like fell off a wing of a plane i was like that ain't no nigga shit yeah how are they filming that right like dude what, what a pro go what the fuck is this like that's why they have studios that's why they have stuntmen yeah like the whole point is like so you don't do that oh well uh fire chief uh fire chief's wife was arrested and accused of stealing two hundred thousand dollars from the department 
wow your fave could never the wife of a livingston parish fire chief was arrested monday after it was learned she had stolen more than two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars from her husband's department hmm, don't worry about no fires let it burn let it burn <laughs> according to the sheriff's office 46 year old melissa gutru was uh arrested after she confessed to the theft to her husband um who was shit shit chief allen gutry gutro i guess gutro there you go the investigation first began with chef i mean chef with chief gutro uh called he called the sheriff's office to look into missing funds at the evidence link melissa gutro to the crime deputies say she admitted to the theft which date back to february 2017 deputies say investigators found 29 checks which appeared to have names that were forged it was believed that she had been stealing the funds and depositing them into a personal family business account in order to keep that business afloat nigga how much floating did it need Two hundred twenty-five thousand. right and imagine the position you put your husband in he was like yes bitch ah you going to jail i love you but lock lock clank clank bitch like did you fucking keep it afloat or keep it drowning right and my thing who knows like you could have told me we could have got help you didn't have, you didn't have to steal it the chief released a statement uh i know y'all enjoying the circus but now he said <laughs> as you can imagine my world was- i know y'all all wondering why we couldn't put the houses out this week <laughs> i know a lot of y'all in burn houses are wondering he's like hey look don't judge those who live in burn houses should not judge uh, no y'all wonder why the fire hydrants didn't work <laughs> as you can imagine my world was turned upside down today my wife confessed to me that she was taking money although difficult i immediately did what i believe is the right thing for all lpfd number eight my my family uh i call lpso and i call for an independent financial review of lpfd eight's finances as many of you may already know as chief i do handle i do not handle any of the district's funds we have a board for that i will continue to do what i know is right and will continue to provide the best in fire protection for those in my unit she was booked into the livingston parish detention center she was later released on bond which is probably money she got from anyway uh guess uh race karen white wait a minute says this repeat hold on what's the repeat oh the, uh i tried to put it in there said it repeated there you go okay all right so karen says white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe um uh, white gave up his wife to save his job white i like how y'all y'all are guessing the fire chief i don't know his race i only know the wife's race uh lily delicate white white looks like everyone's going with white on this one um all right well the correct answer is she was a white woman And she would like to speak to y'all's manager. Oh, uh-huh. somebody. Some people said black. Ooh. Two people. Oh, I missed it. Okay, my bad. Uh, let me get y'all booze. Sorry, Karen. Uh, there you go. Let's go to the bonus round, everyone. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. 
that's right double the points double the race for the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two let's see how she does in the last one hope i do good fingers crossed y'all all right we'll see uh now this one we're not guessing the woman's race we're guessing the man's race okay okay telling y'all that before we start all right um this happened in north texas alavia kawaja said everything seemed relatively normal as she handled an airbnb guest the key as she handled the airbnb guest a keys to her apartment uh she shares with her sister she locked the room up invited a male friend over as a precaution and left after she gave leonard jackson the keys to her apartment on october 11th okay so far so good okay when she returned four hours later she said jackson was moving the stuff in her apartment around and had broken into her room he stole five hundred dollars threw away all her photos of male friends and ransacked her closet i saw my door was cracked open the lights were on my closet had been gone through she said the cosmetic case where my sister keeps her cash was empty kawaja said she kicked jackson out of the apartment and richardson immediately contacted the police detective took a statement but kawaja said police told her they probably would not be able to arrest jackson unless he admitted to the theft what kawaja uh, turned to the airbnb for help someone told her the only way to reach someone who could help her was to fill out a conflict resolution form if the situation wasn't independently resolved in three days airbnb will step in sergeant kevin perlich uh with richardson police said on october 17 jackson was arrested in dallas on a weapons and drug possession charge he bonded out shortly after jackson continued to contact kawaja he texted her multiple times asking her to come stay with him or saying he needed a place to stay when she didn't respond he messaged her through airbnb requesting to stay with her again kawaja called the richardson detective again and said who said police had done more digging and discovered jackson had recently been arrested for harming the child but he said they probably still wouldn't be able to do anything unless jackson admitted to stealing the money airbnb finally responded to the request but said that it did not cover cash losses and that if she wanted anything more to be done she'd have to fill out the form again and wait another three days okay i hate the victim lane i don't know how anyone uses airbnb from the people who want to stay places and the people that fucking had this is your little this your house and just some motherfuckers in it and then they can turn around and be like we don't cover that what huh i'm using your service yo they stole my um they stole my, some cash out of my room yeah well i mean that's I, pfft, I, that, that's strange to me too huh kawaja said a friend suggested trying to obtain a confession from jackson by texting him october 20th she responded she responded to his text i didn't want to but i wasn't going getting help she said in the interview i texted leonard and said uh i would have considered letting him stay if he hadn't stolen from me he said i just got out of jail i want to see you kawaja called 911 told police jackson was coming to her apartment but police said they couldn't send anyone unless he actually showed up sergeant perlich said the department doesn't have the resources to send the officer to everyone's doorstep on the premise someone might show on the premise that someone might show up had jackson been a threat to her before certainly we would have sent someone there but he left peacefully before and there was no indication he was a physical threat to her kawaja says she parked her car across the complex and waited for jackson to come screenshots of text conversations with jackson show him telling her he's on the way in the text jackson said he was coming to clear up this big misunderstanding and said things such as will you be my wife i'm gonna show you how much i appreciate you i'm gonna show you love do you got any condoms i can use 
i mean it's good to practice safe sex but what would you be using the condoms for because this is about you stealing money from me not us having sex if you steal five hundred dollars from me i'm not fucking you when you show up when she saw jackson show up at her door she called the police again and they arrested him for trespassing yeah i think she like parked in a car across the street and watched him october 20th arrest report for jackson was not available thursday because it's part of an active investigation kawaja said police assured her that jackson would be in jail for a while but 24 hours later she received a message from him on airbnb again he had been released from dallas county jail on bond when kawaja called the detective to ask why he was out he told her he did not know he had been released see this is the dangerous shit about domestic violence and stuff like this the people call the police just call the police the police don't even fucking keep up with this shit they don't treat it seriously Asked why someone didn't let me know he said if we called someone every time someone got released we'd always be on the phone oh it was just too inconvenient Perlis said that because police were only able to arrest jackson on trespassing charge was a class b misdemeanor he was able to bond out fairly quickly two weeks after her initial complaint airbnb removed his profile from the site oh well, it was only two weeks he was on there able to keep doing stuff on wednesday being bright with airbnb public affairs uh said in an email where airbnb's response to kawaja's complaint was simply too slow and we are working to fully support our host Perlis said part of the problem was kawaja renting out a room in the first place we got two young ladies renting out a room it's not the best situation he said uh usually when you're renting out a room that way you're not there but they were it's not the best idea or the safest thing to be in an apartment with someone you don't know unsatisfied with the help she had received kawaja took her story to twitter october 27th as a wednesday her twitter thread has fifty thousand favorites i did not expect it to explode the way it did she said kawaja said she's glad she posted the story on twitter however because two other women came forward and said they also had negative experiences with jackson one woman told kawaja that jackson stayed with her and then stalked her the woman reported jackson to airbnb but his profile was not removed so they trying to act like we were too slow on this case no this case got enough attention other people reported him and y'all left him on there and this is what happens because now he's menacing another woman um uh, another woman received a message from jackson but saw a negative review the first woman posted about him and decided not to let him stay after receiving thousands of comments on her twitter thread kawaja also realized how many times a story like hers ends much worse i'm seeing all these other women comment and say i had a similar experience but someone died i realized how lucky i am to be alive i was really scared while it was happening but i'm so used to being harassed like most women are that it didn't hit me that i could die this time right she was frustrated to receive other comments that ultimately blamed her for the whole situation telling her she should have done things differently i didn't like when people focus on what a victim should have done better there's always something a victim could not could have done better if you get hit by a car you could have been more aware of your surroundings but no one ever focused on how the abuser should have not abused yeah of course in this statement bright with airbnb said kawaja's situation was rare this reported behavior true. is aberrant i mean how rare i mean if it was so rare then how come he was still on there after the first time that's not true it happens a lot yeah and even if it is rare so you didn't handle this one right and it's rare so what it's got to happen all the time for y'all come up with something right like, that's ridiculous they, they they going as rare but a lot of times people don't report it how many people don't report it to you too much of this shit sounds like the honor system to me and right. people don't have a lot of honor uh but yeah uh kawaja also wanted to make it clear she was not trying to blame the police they were all very kind to me they just were not very efficient shade but i believe it perlich said jackson was not in custody as a thursday but a warrant was out for his arrest on theft charges oh now's the warrant out oh my god 
uh guess the race of um what was his first leonard um was it jackson black yeah leonard jackson black karen's going black all right Mm -hmm. let's check the chat room and see what they think leonard jackson's race is uh he is exhibit a that black men are the white men of black people black hobosexual black niggas is crazy black and black (laughs) and blend (laughs) cell oh blend cell it's a good one um embarrassment to the ancestors to correct answer is black he's black no one missed it um and that's his picture there he looked like mystical a little bit to me which is i guess under the circumstances even scarier uh is it showing on screen or no mm, oh, okay mm. all right um uh, and that then like a hotel pic yeah, and then this is her um so yeah that that could have been worse man could have been way worse and i beautiful oh yeah i just do not understand i don't understand airbnb as a concept because it seems so dangerous it's so unregulated and they seem like they don't they're not very reactionary and it's just you can be staying in a racist person's house someone can use the service to be racist it's so many horror stories and i'm sure that it's not like hotels are uh have no horror stories but there's some level of chain of command to where you can like get things done this shit just seems like the wild west man good grief i'm I'm glad she's all right but like that dude now knows where you stand was in your house right you know like and most people can't just pack up and move right my goodness man the gig economy is trash all right last thing <laughs> a performer accidentally stabs himself with 13 swords during a stunt oh what in the monty python is going on here hmm. a sword swallower sideshow stunt went horribly well, wrong like stick yourself stick yourself uh a sword swallower sideshow stunt went horribly wrong when he accidentally stabbed his throat with 13 swords at once <sighs> Woo! did it wrong yeah, so that's a job you don't want to hear oops during right come on oops chris Steele, whose stage name is captain Steele, his throat wouldn't steal was in an atlanta nightclub wednesday performing his stick of shoving a baker's dozens blades down his gullet and then twisting them but inadvertently he impaled himself on the weapons in the process 13 swords traveled about 16 inches deep into my chest cavity <gasps> he told the outlet from a hospital bed he managed to miss all his vital organs but still wound up in the hospital with internal bleeding like a bitch no i'm just kidding you imagine <laughs> oh that's it you almost killed yourself with a sword your own sword ratchetness 
still has been performing his act for a decade and always warns audiences that things could go south you say it all the time you know the possibilities out there and then when it happens you know how dangerous and bad it could be is that what it takes i think i know sticking a sword down my throat could be dangerous and i don't have to do it i news flash flash everyone i've never stuck a sword down my throat and i know it's dangerous come on but i guess some people have to learn from experience next week he'll be burning himself with cigarettes uh he holds the record for the heaviest sword swallowed and most swords swallowed underwater and Shit, now underwater the, and now he holds the record for most times stabbed with a sword since john snow come on all right guys we will talk to you uh probably wednesday maybe tomorrow depends on how we feel uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.